of the city that has always been the epicenter of music. The established, the current, and the risers of the true soul of Memphis. This is the Memphis Reverb. Here we go, episode number three, and I couldn't be happier to have uh, this wonderful person sitting across from me, Tori Houdet. Houdet, yes. Houdet, just like old times. Dat crew. So familiar. <laughs> so Gosh. familiar. And it's so lovely to, because we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to cover from what you've been doing in the pandemic. Mm. You uh, picked up another, we'll just call it a social media account. Yes. We, we'll, we'll unpack that. <laughs> uh, we also have to talk about uh, the soldier project we have to talk about heather gray and we've got to talk about just i mean unpack it all because it's old friends reuniting Mm -hmm. over chips and salsa basically Mm -hmm. we're doing not chunky a little spicy (laughs) please reverberations heard around the world this is memphis reverb as introduced as promised she's here y'all I'm just saying, uh, the one, the only, uh, Billboard recognized Tori Houdet. Houdet, Houdet, color. Tori and I go way back. Way back. And so this is going to get fun, just like Savage After Midnight with JT got fun. This might get a little interesting. Yeah. However, I will say this, just putting it all out there. Instead of six packs, we've got like... A full bag of chips and salsa on the table. That's today, how y'all. I roll. That's I'm how saying. I roll. Okay. Uh, are you picky with your salsa? I'm. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm picky. You know. I'm. I'm. I have preferences. Okay. But I'm not. You're not snobby. No. 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 Snobby. Yeah. I'm not at all. There's You're things not. I'm snobby about. Like what? Sushi. Mmm. Sushi. I'm a sushi. Gas. Shrimp. The way shrimp is cooked. What? What do you mean? Some gas station. It depends on where you are. Like some grocery store sushi is 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 hitting on certain days. Really? Yeah. Like true story. The K Rogers. No, back in Chicago, uh, Jewel Osco. Mm-hmm. This guy had a blue crab roll. Hit and use like fresh lump crab meat and yeah. sprinkle a little old bay on there with the avocado. But it's got to be fresh. See, that's the difference. yeah. That's what I'm saying. But it was it was grocery store. I'm just saying. So preference with the salsa. Yeah. Um, chunky, not chunky. I mean, super hot, mild. I like it mild most time. Like when I'm eating salsa, most scenarios I can't think. Like I don't. I'm not trying to like burn my mouth off. You know what I mean? It's I like it's my a compliment heart burn at zero. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's com- it's a compliment to my meal. Yeah, you know what like, I mean? I don't like like. I love pineapple, but I don't like pineapple sauce. I think it's too sweet, you know? So it has to have spice. It has to have a kick. But I'm so weird. I hate fruit mixed in with, like, pizza yeah. and stuff that's I, I like the there. sweetness sometimes. I like a, a hint of sweetness. I don't mind it. But when it's, like, overwhelming, like mango or, like, a pineapple, oh, it's mm. too much. It's too much. And as far as, like, chunky, I'd prefer it... This style, I don't like. I don't. I don't really see, like. See, we have salsa. on the border salsa, yeah, and it's the perfect mix. Of it's chunky, yes. Like, there's some bite to it. It's yeah, not, not I don't much. like 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 chomping on a tomato. I'm like, it's like I know it's like salt, but like you know what I'm saying. Like you could have cut this. <laughs> like this is really extra. Did you did you try? Uh, I was gonna. Th- if you were, if I was a betting man, I would have thought that you would have preferred maybe something a little more heat. Yeah. Well, I'm from, New from New Orleans. Yeah, everybody assumes, but I there's a time and a place, Bertie. It's a time and a place. So what has to be super hot? Like wings? Um, yeah, I like hot wings, yeah. Super hot wings? Well, I don't mind them super hot, yeah. Mm. See, I don't I'm the other way. But I'm a but I'm a but I'm a ranch girl. Is that bad? 
No. Okay, because I, I saw something the other day. Somebody was about how like, like you don't know what? wings. If I don't know. You this. don't know how to eat wings if you don't eat them with blue cheese. And I'm like, ew, gross. Blue cheese is like all. It's like a separate. That's like saying like, if you don't like honey mustard, you can't eat chicken tenders. Like, oh, there's no. different sauces. I put and ranch on everything. Yeah, ranch Good goes ranch. with Good everything. Good ranch. That I'm I'm picky about ranch. Hidden Valley. There we go. It's got to be Hidden Valley. Buttermilk Hidden Valley has yeah. a certain kick. And it not light. The yeah, light, no, light is version, like no. loses everything. No. See, my dad worked for craft growing up. Mm. Mm. Craft dressings are slaw, bro. <laughs> like the absolute worst. And he had he's like, I got Thousand Island. I got the, I like, I don't care what you have. It's anything terrible. but craft. It's all And terrible. he would he would be honest. He doesn't work for them anymore, so mm-hmm. I can say that. He would be like, Yeah, this shit's <laughs> But we still, it was free. Six kids, you know. Hey, hey, Sample, six Samples kids. galore. We, so we lived off samples. You did not have a quiet household growing no, up. Oh, hell no. That's why I learned, that's why I'm small, but like I talk loud. Like, <laughs> Just and I'll hurt. interrupt you. Yeah, like I have, a, I had to really work on that. Like, Are you the youngest? I'm middle. See? Yeah, poor. <laughs> I feel bad for my middle kid. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm I'm different. I'm the black sheep for real. Are you? Yeah, I mean, not in a bad way. Like now, it's gotten better with time. Mm-hmm. Now, like everybody loves me. Yeah, it's cool. Like, well, now you're like the cool. One. But but we but we we went through a lot to get you know to get here. So yeah, of course. Yeah, but when I was younger, like I was always pushing the envelope and mm-hmm. like just just pressing buttons just to see what they did. Well, you've been doing your craft forever. So did the siblings ever say, what's your plan B? Like, what was your plan B? Um, I think they always, uh, like, that was always a kind of, like, elephant in the room, you know? Like, people Mm. always, like... You know, acknowledge like because like my brother worked at a restaurant and everybody knew Tori Huda. You know, my right. little sister went to school. People knew me. And right. so and like my my older sister, like she knew people that, you know, were fans of me, you know, where yeah. she was at. My older brother is a big little white fan. So when I got along with Lil White, he was like, how? And I'm oh my like, gosh. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. That's where I'm at. I work yeah. for this. You know what I mean? And like, so this is real. Yeah. Yeah. This is legit. So I think it just took like time um and you know of them you know realizing that i wasn't just like playing around or i wasn't just a you know a a side hobby but at the same time i was always on my hustle i've never like asked anybody for anything Mm -hmm. you know like but playing shows let you you would automatically come into a crowd Mm -hmm. pseudo crowd because Mm -hmm. you were known Mm -hmm by somebody else whatever at that time mm-hmm. you know now it's well we know the name the name recognition's already there mm-hmm. do you think that it became more real with your brother when you started doing the collabs with other people especially yeah, like that outside life. validation was huge you mm-hmm. know and not not and, and and this is no shade to my family like, like no 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 you know, I'm not yeah. throwing shade no like cause you know we they they like that's a natural thing sure. you know and but that's what I'm saying at the same time I've always been on my hustle so there was mm-hmm. always that like that respect that it was never said to me like it was never like so what are you you know yeah. I never got those comments but I mean elephant in the see, room see I did I <laughs> see I did I didn't fr- <laughs> like there was there was like occasional jokes but like yeah. i would usually make them before anybody else could like mm. you know like i'm i'm the i'm the 28 year old you know i'm the 30 you know i would i would always joke like rap i'm still trying to be a rapper out here you know but the yeah. truth is is like like i've always said like i am like i people ask oh you when you're gonna make it i have i am making it every right. single day that i'm doing this and yeah. that i'm still doing this you've you toured know? you've been there you've done yeah that. yeah i've done i've i've knocked so much off the list
this that like I've genuinely said like if I stop doing music or I like just whatever like <clears throat> if anything happened mm-hmm. I would know that I've done I haven't done as much as I want to do yeah. or I feel like I'm meant to do but I know that I've done enough to it to feel proud of and feel like you know, I really made my mark, you know, like I, I don't, you know, I'm not gangsta boo status in Memphis well, by any means, but I've, but I think you do have that recognition. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not, you know, blowing smoke or anything like that, but I, I am saying that. like, you've got the cloud as ice settles in the cooler. <laughs> um, you know, you, you've got that, that recognition, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Did getting on billboard and getting recognized by billboard help with that at least in your personal eyes and in your eyes, because I mean, going back to what you said, you know, you're doing it, Mm -hmm. you know, you are validated in every which way, form or fashion by other people. However, your self validation, which I, you know, I think we all struggle with that. Mm -hmm. We as artists always struggle with that self imposter syndrome. I've never made it right. I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. Right. You could tell me all day, but no, but that billboard recognition. Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw the video on, on, uh, Instagram. I'm not a TikToker, so you yeah. could have put it on. A yeah, no. I hate TikTok. Anyway, uh, you know, but my reaction. I, yeah, yeah. And it was so genuine, it was so real and raw. Like it, I saw it as, oh my god, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah. Like I'm actually doing yeah. this. Like. And it's real. Yeah. For a couple of reasons, that was really special for me. Like, like one, because it's like, I've never been quiet. Like I've like, I've always been consistent in some manner. I haven't released as much music as a lot of artists over the years, Mm -hmm. but I've been very like strategic in particular. And I've moved in a way that's always represented the Tori Hudat and Dak crew brand Mm -hmm. in general, you know? So even when I wasn't like pushing out music and things like that, like I'm always doing something, but still there's always times like there's highs and there's lows, there's ebb and flow, you know, like there was times where I've, and I, I didn't release any music in 2020. Yeah. I didn't release, I released 2020 vision at the very beginning of the year, but I didn't release any music on like streaming platforms in 2020 at all. Yeah. So like coming out with Heather Gray, like I felt a lot of like personal pressure. Like I try not to like, like really listen to the outside noise too much, but you can't help that. I'm human. You know what I mean? And so I felt that pressure like of the time that had passed. So, you know, I kind of had that thought in my head, like I don't have management. I don't have a booker. I don't have, I don't have PR. I don't have anything like that. I do everything myself, me and street savvy. It's been from the jump. And so, you know, there was that, that, that little gremlin in the back of my head that was (laughs) like, Oh, you're going to release this and nobody's going to talk about it. Nobody's going to care. But so I've had that struggle since day one. You know what I mean? Like you've always been that hustler, if you will, when it comes to your music and street savvy you know uh, the last episode JT from Savage After Midnight was talking about not having or having a label mm-hmm. and then they ditched the label yeah they said we yeah. need it you know uh, all a label is is we a bank. all we got we, we got all we need right yeah and so you know was that ever a, a kind of a milestone marker in your career like in your head like we have to get signed and then once we get signed then we can no 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 not, not at all like for me um like with what i have with street savvy Mm -hmm. and just the way that the industry in general has transformed like like we don't need anybody else Mm -hmm. and and the the plan has always been to to be independent and the truth of the matter is like a 
like I going back to the billboard thing, like mm-hmm. that was huge. But yeah. in reality, in today's realm, like unless you're being talked about on billboard and, you know, Rolling Stone and several different major publications at the same time. And, and you've got some major campaign. Bond, it's it's not something that's going to stick or really create a fan base for you. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So like that in and of itself, that was special because I know that we put in the independent work behind the scenes to make that happen. Mm -hmm. And that was the second part of what I was going to say is that I actually reached out to Billboard. Mm. I DM'd I, I this I started from <laughs> I went through Billboard articles. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm taking and I notes found how this authors, happens. right? Yeah. I, fa- I found I went through and I found I, I read a few articles and I articles that I felt like the way this author is writing and what they're talking about, maybe they would be interested in me. Okay. And I made a list of those authors. Like okay, hang on. So the the articles aligned with you yeah. or how the, the writing style, if you will, yeah. aligned with you. I felt like like, could this author, like, would they be interested in writing about me? Mm, okay. And I took note of that. Mm-hmm. And then I went through and I just, like, Googled their name. And so I, like, LinkedIn, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, anywhere I could find them. This is them. some FBI kind of... Sh- it's it's the indie <laughs> grind, bro. It's, it's what so it takes. Good. Like, people yeah. think that, oh, I just got mentioned by a billboard. My song released that day. How yeah. the hell... And it got... How the hell would they have known yeah. and heard the song and wrote a review and posted it the same day? day right they heard it before it released oh, of course okay yeah. i sent it to them in a private link okay <laughs> right, right but the guy that i reached out to he he replied and I, an instagram dm mm-hmm. I, I sent emails twitter dm about all these people that's so weird one so- ig reply and he said that they aren't really doing features like that they aren't really like doing premieres or doing features like mm-hmm. that but that he would send my song out to a few of the other writers and see what happens <laughs> Heard nothing back. That was a couple mm-hmm. weeks before. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're thinking heard whatever. nothing back. I, I think whatever. Okay, yeah. And so I was just excited. Like release day, I was so pumped up. I was like, oh my god, it's out! Like I, I just felt so good about just it being released in general. Right. I woke up Saturday morning to a text from Wheat. Oh, our okay. friend Re- Wheat Robinson. Wheat. Yeah. Okay, Wheat. Then this main <laughs> text me the link to the Billboard article. Dang. Says nothing. Just the link. Okay, this is what Wheat does. This is what Wheat does for me. Yeah. Wheat, every so often, will just Google my name. We'll just go out and just like grab stuff. If, if I have a release day, so like what he was doing, it was like release day. So yeah. he was up late at night going through, scavenging through my social media, anybody anybody that mentioned me, yeah. anything that was talked about. Any kind of hashtag He going. grabbed all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And so he Googled my name and he was like, this billboard article popped up and he was like, the, the hell? So he clicked on it and he like, because it, it, it said Big Frida and Rebecca Black, like it had other major artist yeah. names in the art, not me. Scrolls through and if, just few little scrolls and then there's old Tori Hunat. <laughs> and Wheat was like, he's I like, I, he said, I, I kept thinking like I was going to say, so he's like, I just sent you the link. And I, so that, that reaction video was very genuine. Like yeah. I woke up, like V was reading off the thing. Like yeah. I was wiping the sleeve from my eyes. Like yeah. it was so genuine because the guy who wrote the article mm-hmm. was not the guy I talked to. And but. I have never spoken to that guy. So he wrote the, that statement. <laughs> we have, Never, never spoke. Spoken. He listened to the song yeah. and compared me to Frank Ocean. Yeah. And Billboard. Yeah. 
There you little go. Little me. Little little validation. So so the goal has never been to be independent, and yeah. I mean never to be you know signed. signed. The goal is always to be independent because you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, well, clearly, I mean, you know, listen, in the age of social media, you didn't send the email directly to the guy with the Google account or with the bill at billboard.com. You know what I mean? You sent it via social media. That's literally, that kind of blows my mind. But in thinking back, I mean, you look at the industry now. Yeah. This is what we're all doing. Mm -hmm. You know, listen, I I contact everybody I know through this, you know, from this, you know. Through Instagram DMs. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I don't have TikTok. I hate TikTok. Does TikTok have DMs? It does, but I don't really use them. Like, they're not really. (laughs) That being said. Like, every platform has its thing. You know what I mean? TikTok is is cool. And and I'm going to go back to this. I love TikTok. Really? I love TikTok. I I would like TikTok if it wasn't for and and, and here's the reason why I like TikTok is because the music keeps me going, keeps me interested in mm-hmm. TikTok. However, it's ruined by the visual. <laughs> there are a lot it's of so there much. are a lot of gems. You have to what you have to do is spend some time on there, and the algorithm will learn you, and then yeah. you'll your timeline will be filled with things you like. Like I get babies and dogs and music yeah. Yeah. and funny shit, and like it's very easy, you know, to to make that happen. Just spend a little bit of time. That's I promise you'll holy. get. I promise because every platform is like that. Yeah. I mean, you think oh, about yeah. it. Like there's a there's a side of Facebook. Like there's plenty. Oh, of, sure. I give you fifty million reasons why I don't want to be on facebook mm-hmm. you know oh, yeah. Yeah. Learn, but then you know TikTok, or twitter, or twitter or, there's nothing wrong with twitter everything's wrong with twitter <laughs> that's twitter. what's wrong with twitter. I love twitter everything is wrong with twitter i just if i can watch on twitter, oh twitter see. twitter is grab my popcorn let's, yeah let's let's watch this that's a rabbit hole uh and so is youtube and with the with youtube do you feel the pressure when you release new music and we're gonna get to heather gray when you release new music, do you feel like it has to be paired now? It has to be paired with the music video Without immediately. No, not immediately. I think you can do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of it now. Mm-hmm. Like truthfully, there's a lot of pressure. You know, you got artists that were like like Russ, who was like putting out like a song every other week yeah. and like just straight fire, like constantly, like. You know, if you can do that and record and mix him at, do your own, then then do do your thing. And mm-hmm. if you have a a, a a videographer like Edgar Estevez, you know, like he had at the beginning, in your back who's gonna work with you and do those visuals, then then man, crank them out. You know yeah. what I mean? Or someone like you know, you got Kasky. You know, he's worked with the same videographers like since since the jump, mm-hmm. and he cranks out. There's not a song that he drops that that doesn't come with a visual I don't think you know right, what I mean so right. if you can do it do it I haven't quite like cultivated that team like I don't have like a, a, a videographer that I can uh, you know call on in that capacity quite yet mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I've done several visuals with uh, yeah. with I- with Iconic you know with, with Isaiah um, he's wonderful um, but you know as an independent artist you know I have to be very intentional about my budget so right. you know I don't necessarily feel the pressure to like to put out a visual with every single song that I release mm-hmm. necessarily or at least like a full like treatment visual sometimes a, a lyric video will do or yeah. like there's so many different ways to create a visual and you can create like like Heather Gray like we shot that on actual cameras mm-hmm. but it looks like I, I could have technically shot it on my iPhone right 
Well, I they could all did have. the same now. <laughs> I could have. Yeah, you right. know what I mean? With the yeah. way that it was edited and the style, mm-hmm. like we wanted to have all like clean, the you know, good footage to work with. And then, you know, we can make it look how we want. Sure, sure. Um, so, you know, we, sh- we, you know, V and I were holding the camera, but that was like an actual camera. Yeah. Um, but the way that it was edited and there's so many like Lauren Sanderson, like she puts out visuals all the time that are just her and her friends and they like literally just hold up a phone like comparatively like shitty little videos but right they're dope they they connect they have a feeling like it's art you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it doesn't have to be perfect so yeah all that to say i mean you you do what you want that's the name of the game and like it's never been a better time to like you know get it going yeah because it's the 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 the, it's it's an indies world now so like you don't have that label telling you oh you have to package this song this way like if Mm -hmm. it's one of those songs that it's like i like the song i think people will be receptive to it but it's not like a strong single like and maybe you're not ready to put out an ep but it it, the song just feels right for that time like put it out yeah. you know like we're yeah. you could just upload something you can need two weeks yeah you know technically you know I mean that you could do it less time but if you want to submit to playlists you know what you want at least two weeks but at least two weeks. Um, that's good to know at least that's good um, to know <laughs> but yeah uh, you said you didn't put any music out <laughs> in 2020 and uh, you know with the pandemic it gave I think everybody we were, we were talking a little bit off mic it gave everybody a chance to lack of a better term breathe yeah right and and literally take a step back reevaluate a lot Mm -hmm. you know i know i did a lot of Mm reevaluating a lot of soul searching (laughs) um what what were you up to in 2020 yeah like what what was that you know well i was really grateful um like throughout the whole pandemic because i started off 2020 like going hard mm-hmm. and when shit hit the fan i mean this is march it, so like it made me three. go harder like really? i was i was like just the way that that 2019 went like i made a lot of mistakes that year that i thought were going to be really great and mm-hmm. instead of like dwelling in that disappointment i went into that year and those releases and things that i did with the mentality that like come what may and i'm going to keep pushing you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I'm gonna go with the flow because I'm a planner. I need everything to work out the way I. Yeah. That's why I went through the depression that I did years ago. Like mm-hmm. because I was trying to control too much that like I have zero control over. So right. like I just had this mentality: I'm gonna do the best I can do and come what may. And so like ending 2019, like coming off a lot of like disappointments and like personal fa- failures, I like use that as just like fuel to like do better and mm-hmm. um yeah i started off i dropped a song called 2020 vision at the beginning of the year that was like what in january? january in january yeah um but i just dropped it on like soundcloud and audio mac because that's some samples and stuff i knew it wasn't going to clear so i i wasn't intending to put that song out on all streaming platforms um but i did have plans to drop heather gray in march of 2020 we had this we did so you sat on it for- we recorded the video in february 
Oh, wow. Of 2020. Wow. And then, so it just sat in your back pocket for yeah. literally a year. Yeah, because March pandemic hit and it was just like... Why didn't you it put didn't it out? It didn't feel right because there was just too much going on. I mean, you think about it, like social media is the way that I connect with people and speak mm-hmm. to people and mm-hmm. with everything new that was happening, like I didn't even understand what was going on and mm-hmm. I was like, my office was shutting down and I was still working, but there was just too much going on for me to feel like I was... Like ready to put something out. Yeah. So like we just put the pause on it. We're like, okay, we'll wait till May when it's my birthday. Yeah. May thirty first. Right. Then George Floyd was murdered. Right. And everything that it ensued was just, from that, it was just like like the day of my birthday, there was the uh protest in Memphis. Yeah. So it was like I was just like, man, it's just like still like I, I have to think back, that was May. Yeah. That he, that he was murdered. Yeah, but it was so, at the beginning of May, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um so there was just a lot going on. So yeah. I was like waiting to press the 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 release button on C D baby, like <laughs> to we like, a go and pick a date because there was just so much going on. Like read the room tour. Right. So, you know, we just kept kind of waiting and it just never felt right. Was that your was that your call to say, Hey, let's pump the brakes or was it somebody else going, Hey, Dory? Um, well, you know, we and KG are like my right and left hand and they're, yeah. you know, they're, they're the, the, you know, the, the little voice in the back. I'm like, Hey, like hey, Jiminy Cricket hey, on hey, your shoulder. Hey, is that a good idea? Are you, <laughs> maybe not. Hold on. Hold, is it good for the brand? <laughs> you know, like, but no, like we, we all, we always says, you know, it's like, that's the point. That's the beauty of being indie is like, yeah. we're on nobody else's time. So like as an artist, I'm very quick to be like, let's get it out. Like, yeah. this is the time. Like I, this is when I want to put it out or I've been listening to it too long. Like yeah. that was my issue with the come up playlist and all those songs. Like I've been mm-hmm. sitting on those for four or five years. So I was like, get this shit out. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Well, you so, start picking it apart as, yeah. as you know, yeah. the, the perfectionist brain yeah. starts going, but wait a minute. We yeah. Oh, I, mix, I remixed and mixed those songs, re-recorded shit all the time. So, you know, we really, <laughs> you know, you know, we and, and KG really, you know, we're, we're, are always that kind of guiding voice in that sense to help me, yeah. you know, slow my roll. But I mean, I knew that it, I, I, I didn't feel right about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I just knew that, <clears throat> and I knew it was great. And I was like, we put the song and video together so quick, like, it's just wait, you know? Yeah. And then it just ended up waiting, waiting, waiting. Yeah. Um, but that's because there were a lot of different other things that like were coming together mm-hmm. and, um, it just felt appropriate. And, and I mean, it was, the pandemic was, was a roller coaster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, we're still in it, but like I, j- I throughout like the beginning months, it was, there's light now. It, yeah. There's a light. Cause I'm, <laughs> I'm half vaxxed, but Good it was, you. yeah, but it was like one of those things that, that like, we there was so much uncertainty and so I just felt like this song and the and the and the like the feeling of the song it just it just didn't feel right to me to put out here's what we were waiting for we were waiting for Heather Gray and I'm gonna give you a little sample right now Heather Gray begins with the white high tops origami begging baby how could I not just wanna keep your pretty self from stress and share those burdens let me be a listen and a sure thing and yet sir I adore you, I adore you, I adore you, adore you. I love it. I've heard it probably about a dozen times now. Yeah. That at least sand, like clips. Here it's and a there. vibe. It's a um, vibe. It is. It's it love is the vibe. way 2.0. 
Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Love but it's also, lights. we were talking about a light at the end of the tunnel. It very, feels very lightish at the end mm-hmm. of the tunnel. Yeah, it feels you know? good. Um, and, and I don't want to go into, what does this song mean? Because that, <laughs> that always bothers me. What does this mean to you? Uh, because I think like every song is up to interpretation. And exactly, more yeah. importantly, the listener's interpretation. Yeah. So I don't want to know what it's about. Yeah. I do want to know, though, what was your mindset? when writing Heather Gray? Um, Well, I was sitting in bed Mm -hmm. and I uh, was cycling through Chris 3000 beats like I do. Mm -hmm. And uh, my my beautiful, lovely, wonderful girlfriend, Victoria uh, V, uh, she she walks in and um, she's- You call her a muse. Is she is she like one hundred and ten percent like she walks in and bam there's something going on as far as like this is the next song this is the new video this is new whatever yeah I mean she's inspired a lot within me but this song a hundred percent because mm-hmm. like she said go back to that beat and I was like I and she's like I like that one and I was like okay and she's like I'm about to jump in the shower and I was like okay cool and then by the time she got the shower I'd finish writing the song damn <clears throat> love the way it happened like that damn. too and like I'm the type of person like I, I take forever to write anything bro <laughs> But, I will pick it apart. But that should tell you something. Yeah. Like if it's if you're just spitting it, it yeah. it's love the way it happened like that. And then yeah, Heather Gray. By the time she got the shower, I was like, listen to this, and she was like, oh my god, what the hell? <laughs> How long what have you been sitting? This? <laughs> I was like, I just throwed it. So that's, yeah, it was awesome. awesome. Yeah, it felt good. Uh, do you do most of your writing like while you're in bed, and yeah. then somebody else is doing something right. else? No, I'm. I mean, I like to. I'm like. Because I'm, I'm a shower thoughter. So yo, yeah, that happens to me a lot. Like that I'm in the shower and I'm like doing math. I feel like Rain Man. Math. Yeah. What do you do math for? Oh, I, I do all these figures and figures. Oh, I'm like <laughs> I, when I say like I am all over the place, I'm doing figures on this wall and you know how it can yeah. erase and then fog up again. Yeah. Yeah. No, sure. I'm, I'm no di- I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> so all over no, the place. No, I be I I i I write all like I, I have stuff coming to me when I'm driving and like just the worst times. But yeah. um no, I mean, it has to be like, you know, some sort of emotion. Like, like if you listen to my music, it's a smorgasbord, but it's like all of it's a feeling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that's why a lot of different people relate to my music is yeah. because it's like it is you may not relate to like what I'm specifically talking about. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You may not relate to every line of Heather Gray, but like you know the feeling of being like infatuated with somebody and just yeah. like adoring somebody and just loving the ground that they walk on and just right. wanting to be what they need again I'm not going back to what that song is about I'm going to what where were you you know what I mean like what was that thought process when writing it because I think uh, in, in my personal opinion I was transformed to a place and and honestly I thought you wrote it in the car Oh yeah, I don't know why. I thought you were right, riding it in a car, maybe on the way to a date or going to pick her up or, or something yeah. in that in the ballpark. Because that's the way it plays out in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, because you're thinking about uh, you know, going back to like when I picked up a girl for a date. You yeah, know, this a long time ago. Oh, okay. uh, but you know what I mean, like. That feeling when mm-hmm. you're yeah. like, here I go, I'm gonna do this. This is right? gonna be awesome, and we're gonna do this. I guess it was the anticipation of her getting out the shower. There you go. 
that yeah. anticipatory kind of thing. Yeah. I feel that. I think it was just like her picking that beat and mm-hmm. like just being like that when like she's never done that. Mm-hmm. Like she's never like like been like oh so it was like Do her. You have to pay her royalties now, <laughs> right? Like, she needs a percentage. <laughs> don't her credit on that. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> we'll strike that. Right. Cut that out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that I I just that yeah. You know, I'm just curious. That's no, it. I understand. I, I feel you. I feel you definitely. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, a little bit of, of su- hustles and stuff like that uh, before we listen to the song, and I, I, I got to know about the Soldier Project. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's obviously a, a clothing brand, but it's more than just that. Yeah. Right. I mean, you can buy a hoodie with Soldier on it. Yeah. And it's really, you know, Soldier S O U L. So I, I got to know, you know, yeah. what's it about? Well, I appreciate. I appreciate you asking because like I really didn't like I just kind of put that out there and I haven't really um, like expanded on that as much as I hope to and plan to. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an idea that I had a while back, you know, just like thinking uh, about like the concept of like a soldier, like in its normal spelling, like, you know, being like a, um, you know, a warrior, someone who's like trained and resilient and like, you know, ready for battle, you right. know, like you know that connotation of a soldier like that's like strength you know and like for me it's like my life like the strongest part of me has been within you know the 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 part that got me through that you know carried me on that a personal soldier yes the 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 inner warrior you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like and and obviously a a normal soldier is is has to have that 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 mentality that inner that inner warrior get him yeah but it's it's um like to me like the concept of soldier s-o-u-l-d-i-e-r is is inward it's it's coming it's it's deeper yeah it's deeper and so yeah i mean the whole idea is something that that i've had for a couple years now and um how fitting though that you released it then and and now yeah when we have had that time to do a lot of soul searching yeah you know no it just felt appropriate that's why like i had to pull the trigger on it like it's not a fully developed like um like what how this is going to um become its own entity you mm-hmm. know because it's it's separate it's bigger than Tori Huda it's bigger than than that crew like it's it's something that I think embodies um do you feel like you have to as as a hip-hop artist as a rapper as, as I don't know you know an artist just period do you feel like you have to have your fingers in everything in order to be something i think yes that's like that's the struggle of uh any artist like independent or not like you have to have your hands in everything like Mm -hmm. it's not just about the music it's not just about the art like it it you know some some artists are fortunate to get to that place where they have like people around them that really care about them and they've they've you know cultivated this you know this this environment that where they can just be artists like yeah. they're they're you know but even those people like they'll tell you like i think at any level and any capacity you know like you're wearing a lot of hats yeah you know i you know wheat and kg do a lot for me but i do a lot for myself and like the the success from the heather gray you know campaign with with those publications and and all those little looks i got like that was my work you know what i mean i've sent those emails i put in that legwork so yeah i mean there's a lot of pressure you know to to you know 
to do a lot of different things. And then, you know, social media, like that's a whole job at certain businesses and companies. Like it should be if it's not. So you (laughs) think about an artist has to be their own social media manager. You feel me? So it's like, that's difficult to Mm -hmm. manage, especially because they're not someone who's separated from the brand so yeah. it's like you got someone working a social media you know that running a, a, a social media account for an apartment community and then you got somebody over here that's like that's literally them they are their brand like yeah that's 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 complicated that's yeah. difficult you get the you got to keep your stories running you, you can't not have a story running you got to have something up you know you got to yeah. put there's so much pressure and there's so many different platforms but you know there's a lot of great things with that too so with sure. the pressure comes comes great things as well right. but uh but yeah that and then the you know money you know funding <laughs> sure. you know you gotta you gotta hustle and mean you know all the while make money because you know streaming does pay to a certain extent right but you gotta be making you know uh, creating Again, a lot of music putting out it. a lot of music right. or putting out in a way that's gonna get you enough streams like 250,000 well, it's like 15 dollars an uh, hour, an hour yeah. type of equivalent like yeah. that that no it's not realistic you right. know so the the soldier project more of a passion project for you then. yes 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 that's um, a great way to put it how does it separate from dat crew i mean it it doesn't at or the core it, yeah. at the core message of like dat crew is love loyalty positivity progression and it's about being a soldier mm-hmm. you know that's why i've kind of like mentioned like dat crew soldiers like mm-hmm. you know it, it is it is interconnected you know what i mean but yeah. i just feel like soldier the whole concept of it has a life of its own in some way you know mm-hmm. i just i don't know what it is yet but that's I, cool that we can, can kind of see the evolution of yeah it. and that's really what i talked to we and kg about it you know what we kind of you know came came to the conclusion was like mm-hmm. you know some things that you know we want polished and we want to make sure is like we we have a cohesive idea before we put out but this yeah. was really just something that um i went for you know got a got a few hoodies made up and <laughs> and uh did did a quick little photo shoot video shoot and I'll put the link up. You can go see the the swag that you got up there. Yeah, I still got a few. It's hoodies and yeah. stuff like that. So uh, I'll put the link up in the description. Uh, you can find that there. I, I just had to bring it up. Because Thank you. I, I like the hoodie. It's it's very simplistic, but yeah. that's my handwriting too. Like deep. I just wrote that out, and I think that there's a lot of uh, you have really good handwriting. Now. Thank you. No, I've I've realized. <laughs> Thank God that you I, didn't ask me to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nobody been able to right. Read it. It'd be chicken scratch. Yes. Right? Yeah. No, I I uh, I've always like written a lot, so mm-hmm. like I've um. Yeah, I just realized we kind of realized that we we like my handwriting, so yeah. we use it for a lot of my branding now, and I think that it's going to be incorporated a lot of my merch in the future. So but. if you buy a Tory Hudat whatever or that crew, it's probably your handwriting. Uh, going forward, yeah, like a That's lot of cool. lot of things that we have in in mind, like That's the, really the Heather cool. Gray merch and stuff. Like yeah, we have uh, Heather Gray merch coming. You can feel and like it. It's been signed already. Yeah, exactly. That's it's more really personal, cool. and it's like something that people can't replicate because it's my handwriting. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. we know that that's not like someone's font or anything. Like this is literally like I wrote this out. Speaking of only you uh, and different platforms, you know what I'm going to go with Only you. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, cute. The OnlyFans. <laughs> you were on OnlyFans. And, yeah. and that has such a weird connotation to yeah. it because- I love it. Obviously- only, I love it. <laughs> OnlyFans, you know, I mean- Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people assume, um, like I, I mentioned it in my video, I put out, you know, that's was really important for me to put out that video, the OnlyFans is for everybody because I wanted people to understand that they didn't know 
know that like OnlyFans as a platform is yeah. like very much like a Patreon. It's very yeah. much like, you know, a subscription based service. That's mm-hmm. what it is. And um, there's a lot of different like artists that have that have, you know, got on the platform like Tyga and there was like bigger artists that, you know, um, started their own accounts, you know, but I realized that there was like an opportunity for me mm-hmm. because people OnlyFans well, only was popping because of the fact that sex workers were out of work, right. you know, and so right. that that was their avenue. So a lot of them went there. That's what kind of gave it that popularity, mm-hmm. at least to me and, and you know, people in, in my reach. So like, no, I, I think that's what it was known. for. Yeah. And right? so when I started to realize that, like, it, it was more, more than, than that. that, I was right. like, oh, shoot. And then I, I went to their socials and I was realizing that they were like kind of putting on for like talking about artists that were like not really hmm. like so they were doing I was a little like, PR for yeah, you yeah I was too. like dang like like they're 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 kind of mentioning people that are they got less followers than me like maybe they'll talk about me like yeah. and so my mind just start, started going I'm like who knows when this is gonna end OnlyFans is gonna keep popping like more and yeah. more and then Bella Thorne got on like yeah. all this stuff happened so I was like man let me do this and then I wanted to do the WAP remix yeah and I was like I don't know if I could like do a WAP remix and do a video and get away with like it being on certain platforms mm-hmm. just because I'm not Cardi B, you know? Right, what I mean? right. Um, but I was like, wow, what if I pull a Kalani and like feature some like sex workers in my video or mm-hmm. some girls that that do only you know that have OnlyFans accounts support some some of my local girls, yeah. put them in the video, and do a WAP remix and then feature it exclusively on my OnlyFans and start an OnlyFans. Oh my God. And so we just put, we put it together real when quick. When you brought up that, that idea, <laughs> hey, I want, I'm, I'm going to do this OnlyFans. When you brought up that idea to V or, or, you know, just, just that inner circle, were they like, the hell, hell well, no. When I explained it to V, like I was, she, she, she's learned to let me just like go. You like, know wait I mean? a minute, what are we like, gonna do now? When I say okay, okay, I have an idea. She knows. Okay, oh let me sit down. <laughs> oh boy, let me grab a some water. Do Hold you on. need to? Do you need to make me dinner, or yes, do you need to buy me dinner? Right? right. So she knows. Like, if I have an idea, just listen. So she listened. She was like, "It's that's awesome. I love it. You mm-hmm. know, maybe I'll jump in there with you." Um, <laughs> she loved it, and then I told we and KG, and they were like great idea love it so yeah. they were fully supportive from the jump it was just like okay how are we gonna make this work and now we've reached kind of an obstacle because i've been flagged by instagram like i'm i'm at a point now if i get one more hit yeah. i'll lose my account damn because, because of me of a- mentioning only fans really my, yes in my WAP promo so i had to take down everything Jeez. WAP or like, related and most every like most anything that was like that could even be questionable with my only fans because i had yeah. one like little ad that instagram is sanitizing much like facebook is sanitizing i mean they're really not though i'm like y'all are picking the wrong one because like my only fans is not even like i'm not gonna get naked you know what i mean like i'm like like i may bait you with some stuff (laughs) disclaimer like sorry if you felt like Like, if you felt like no my first post on my OnlyFans was sorry if you were expecting (laughs) me to be naked here's some pics from my walker underwear shoot that i did you can also see them on my instagram but here's a few extra takes did you get people like like well wait i mean maybe later right oh i got a hell of subscribers in my first (laughs) in my first it definitely worked off rip yeah you know not all those people stuck around 
down after the first month's subscription. Yeah, right. But, but I didn't hey, expect them to. I right. just thought it would be, you know, funny to see what how how, how what type of people out. would be baited in. Um and then, you know, it's it's gonna it's like there's actually, you know, some special things. When is this podcast dropping? Uh this week. This week, okay. Yeah. Well, this week is also the week where something very special is going to happen On the with OnlyFans. Only okay, um, I may or may not be featured. Okay, who who oh. with, 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 with details? Because it's out now. It'll be out now, Friday. Okay, so Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. The OnlyFans. I'm I'm getting featured. Really? So with you know. OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Congrats! Yeah, another one of those deal. things. Another one of those things that, like, like just like Billboard, man, just messaging people. I found the OnlyFans talent recruiter <laughs> in the UK. Wow! Yes, on LinkedIn, bro. And LinkedIn. Yes, now. and then yeah. I'm telling you, this is like CIA, FBI kind of stuff. It's the indie grind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's it's what I've learned. People are like, "What I you been doing? Working and learning this type of shit?" Because I don't want to have to rely on anybody else. That is the cheat code, though. Like do it you yourself. have to do it, yourself. and you have to spend the time. You have to take the time. Mm-hmm. You have to put in the work. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, it's not always about being in the studio. It's not always about being on stage. Like, yeah, you have to take ownership of your music if you want longevity. You know, you look at someone like Russ. You know, like, yeah, he owns everything and well, he controls everything. Like, but getting out there has got to be important. Like when you were touring, and when I see touring, I mean, golly, you were down in uh, Panama City Beach. Yeah. You know. Doing and you know uh, mm-hmm. the 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 uh, festivals we and everything like that. I mean, golly, yeah, you were everywhere every other weekend, mm-hmm. you know. And and you know that being said, though, are you feeling that you're getting better, more reach now than before, or has it just hit a different stride? Or are you getting better fans now? I think that it's 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 really just um, like finding new ways to connect and like you know social media is beautiful in that way that like if we didn't have this during this time like as artists like what would we have done yeah. you know so it's like um i think the the like bond that i've like nurtured with a lot of like my core fans through this time mm-hmm. has been um different and special and like yeah maybe through dms or like <laughs> you know through you know just you know conversations and, and comments and stuff but it's it's um you know still an opportunity to connect and yeah like moving forward like with the uncertainty of when it's like this pandemic is truly going to be be Overall, you know right. yeah in in a way that's like we're going to have feel any sort of like real normalcy like I, i'm going to be wearing my mask through 2022 like you know what yeah, i mean I feel, so i feel like that's true too and in fact we just had a discussion with my wife you know uh you talk about like when are we going to stop wearing a mask mm-hmm. are we going to stop not if but are yeah and you know i think society has changed in yeah. the sense that it's it's not a bad thing. It's not like you know. Well, I didn't get a cold this year. You know, what I didn't I mean? either. Like not, it, not a cold. We didn't get. And people sick are like, oh, watch the flu numbers go. I'm like, well, yeah, because we're all like actually like staying away from each other. We all got masks. Right. When you're sick, you're staying at home. Right. People like you can't 
undermine the impact of doing those simple things like right. people actually having to wash their hands a little bit and stuff like yeah. those little things that Hygiene. make it, yeah stores and businesses being forced to like sanitize like the yeah. subways being like clean, clean for the first time in how many years yeah. you know so it's like things like that like you can't undermine that impact of just like basic hygiene and cleanliness yeah. so I think that yeah I mean is it's, it going to make you act a little different at shows um, Once you start getting out there? I mean, I, you know, I struggle a lot. Like, I, I still have a lot of struggle with anxiety. And, like, you know, truthfully, like, a lot of people never never really knew, like, knew this. But, like, I already had an issue being around y'all. Like, <laughs> I already, like. Especially gross-ass DJ. Like, like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm right. comfortable on stage when the lights are hitting and I can't see nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? But, like, and, and. I guess just people just have that impression that I'm just like cool, calm and collected, but like I get really anxious and stuff. And like, especially when, you know, I'm in an, an environment that like, you know, I feel like out of my element in any way. So yeah, I mean, I think that going forward, like those first few shows, like they're going to be special, mm-hmm. but they're going to be very difficult. I can already anticipate like, you know, I'm going to have challenges just, you know, yeah. Being around people. That first show will will you stick with because I, I see this movement starting already with a lot of bands. There's a lot of bands that are already like, whatever, we're we're out there, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're just booking shows now. We don't care. Uh we're just happy to be out of the house. Mm-hmm. But then there's this other <laughs> mindset if you will of bands that are saying well if you come to the show you gotta at least been shot at least once I'm not gonna do any shows like indoor show like I'm not gonna do any indoor shows um or like lar- like big shows <sighs> until further notice like yeah. um I just don't feel like there's enough people that are still taking it seriously and yeah. like um until more people are vaccinated until i feel and it's I just like a big I... big tbd because yeah. yeah there's no pressure like when you when you when you get back into it like you got to make it count you know mm-hmm. and and um like but I want you got that. your first shot yeah, you know, and and you're gonna get your second shot. Yep, two weeks. Boy, that second shot though. I, I, Tori and I were talking while you it's were walking. Hurt in. me, man. I don't know what it was. That first shot felt like I got hit by a paintball. Yeah, nothing, nothing more than that. Yeah, that second shot, my I, arm. I'm just. I nervous. wanted to lot my arm off. I, as long if it's just my arm, <laughs> but that was I'll the worst be good. Part. Twenty-four I hours. Yeah, I don't want. I just don't want nothing else, man. No, I heard listen. So, but everybody said Pfizer's real good with the side effects. So. I'll take. I'll take that trade off. Yeah, my arm hurting for twenty-four hours yeah. versus COVID. Yeah, I felt <laughs> like someone real, just 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 beat their fist and my arm like yeah. over and over I'll and just over wait. again. That was horrible. That second shot is just like a monster. Big brother just frogging the hell out of your arm. <laughs> I'm ready. You lived through it though. You lived through no, it. No, hey, I'm good. I'm good. You'd as long high. as it's, it's that or COVID, I'm Gucci. Shoot. Let's go. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll take it. No, I'm good. 24 hours of a storm. Like my whole family got, like I was like the only, one of the only people. Really? Getting, yeah. Yeah. Lost their taste, lost their smell. Like I'm like, I'm good y'all. I'm my parents so got good. it and it scared the hell out of me. Yeah, they, my parents got it too. I hold But up. they're stubborn as hell and mm-hmm. I'm so glad they, they got it. Did they get it from Nashville? It. No, they got it from going out to a bar with their friends mm-hmm. isn't that amazing how the tides turn I'm like mm, you should have stayed home mom why can't you just stay inside 
<laughs> Why can't you just You're stay? You're curfew, young like, lady. Oh, we're going to the beach this weekend, honey. We're going to Fort Mormon. Oh, go- am I supposed to be excited? Oh, we're going to a wedding in New Orleans. Am I supposed to be excited for you? <laughs> Not at all. Where's grandma? <laughs> they live with her. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, we, my siblings and I just had to, had to laugh it off sometimes because... I mean, Mom. it was just like, yeah, yeah. Well, the meme was real. The meme was was true. God's honest truth. It was like your parents are trying trying to go out, and you're like, uh, where are you going? Right? No. Where are you going with? Literally, literally. Give them the third degree. Literally, yeah. I just don't. I don't understand. I don't. Understand. My parents got it from Nashville at a bar. Oh wow! Yeah. And then they. It, what was crazy is they went to the they went to the bar, did that, and then a couple of days later they they hung out with the whole family and yeah. gave it to the whole family. Yeah. Gee, I was thanks. like, wow! And they swore they swore because my grandma was in the hospital a week before. They yeah. swore they got it from the hospital, mm-hmm. and I was like, but but grandma didn't. Yeah. Was it? But she y'all was all but, over her and not. <laughs> that didn't work out. Or the bar that you went to the next night. <laughs> God. Come on. Come on. Marion, uh, the new single is uh, Heather Gray. Mm-hmm. The video, there is a video to this one, it is accompanied by a video, uh, amassed a thousand views within yes. its first week. Yes, uh, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, which is why I brought up the fans thing, you know, like, yeah. is, are these better fans? Not, not dig at the old fans, you yeah. know, whatever, who've been there since day one, but uh, you know, the pandemic friends, uh, fans, as I'll call them, seem to be more. We need something. I need yeah. something tangible. Uh, so sink your teeth into, hey, there's a new video. Heather yeah. Gray, so. I think it was just a combination of just like all the hype that I had still like around the song and, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, like billboard help. People, yeah. <laughs> well, and people just share like people like ride and like, you know, it's, it's when you, when you get a look like that, people are like, oh my God, let's, let's hop on the Tori Hudat train again. Yeah. You know, so, I remember where, I remember oh yeah, like you remember, oh my gosh, I've been with you since I jumped. And I'm like, oh my God, where have you been for like five years? Like, you've never shared I remember my that shit. show that you didn't show up at. <laughs> right? Like, I, you know, I get, and I don't, I don't really focus on that because I try not to like be negative, but you know, it's you, just, you, it's, oh, you are though sometimes. I, I mean, come on. Yeah. You're a human. Yeah. It's okay to feel have those feelings. Yeah, I like, mean it's 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 frustrating. It's yeah. you know no lie. You know especially you know but but it's cool. Like it's it's it to me at this point it's like if you just want to hop in when things are are hype, whatever. like do you boo like whatever. I see you. You know what I yeah. mean. That's that's the difference. Is like in the in the past in the beginning I was kind of like naive and blind to that. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just thought everybody cheering on me, cheering for me, like actually wanted me to win. You know? Yeah. And then I realized they were that, giving like, you validation. That's yeah. What you're after and, yeah, and yeah. at the beginning, like I needed that because I was slow. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> but <laughs> that was Shut pretty up. bad, Brady. <laughs> um, but now it's like you, you know. Won't, you You've always had talent. Yeah. I mean, it was just very, it was very raw. Like I've never yeah. had any sort of training. I've never had any, like I've never done any formal anything. Like mm-hmm. I don't come from a musical family. Like we listened to Reba McIntyre. Like, you know what I mean? Like my mom listened to like Reba when I was like Randy Travis. Nothing, nothing like, wrong with Reba. But... I love Randy too. Randy's great. Yeah. yeah. But it was just like, I come from a food family. Like, I didn't, <clears throat> everything's been very raw, you yeah. know? And so I think that, you know, now people do see that I do have, you know, 
talent. talent. Yeah. yeah. And that, you know, I, especially now that, I'm, and that, that I'm singing and stuff because I don't really know what the hell I'm doing. I just be, I just be singing. <laughs> you know, I'm still figuring it out. So it's hey, like. Hey, Post can do it. You can too. Right? <laughs> and so like, I just, I just feel like when you come from like a really raw, authentic place, like it kind of makes you undeniable. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't critique, you know, yeah. if I have the best voice or the best flow because I don't, I don't care. Yeah. I, because I, I don't, I don't care. Well, one, I don't think it matters in the sense that it doesn't matter as long as the passion, as long as the drive, because here's the difference. And, and music has always been like this. And, and I'm a music snob. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know. that's one thing that, you know, I love it. I'm a music nerd. And one thing, though, that can make a song good and make a song great. And it's very, very hard. You can't teach it. And that is passion. That is the one thing that can make a song good versus great. And and as long as that passion is there and as long as that true desire is there, doesn't matter if you can sing or not, but mm-hmm. if that passion, if that if that emotion, if that everything is there in that song, then that's what matters. And I think that's what That's why people respect me, period. Right. It's not it's not even about it's not I'm not the best rapper. I'm not the best singer. You don't have not, to be. I and I yeah and I've never tried to be I've never claimed to be. Right. All I've done is been receptive to the greatness that came around me. When you're learned freaking from crying it. on on stage because of the damn song. Right. Uh, I, I, oh God, what song was that? When we were trying to talk about this last week too. Same love. Same love. Yeah. Yeah. At that stupid show that we all did. <laughs> uh, you know, I just remember there were genuine tears and we're like, if you weren't crying with you. Yeah. Then yeah. you're probably some soulless freak. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. But but that's that's true. And and so I want to go back to 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 post and and because you know he's sitting there singing and everything like that. But there also seems to be this blurred line. <laughs> Of music genre now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Where, which is so funny because you know years ago, you know people told me, Rudy, pick a lane. Yeah, pick a lane. Yeah, right. And you know what I said? <laughs> Hell no! Hell yeah. to the no! Yeah, to the no! 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 Yeah. no. I'm a smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. Whatever I'm feeling, you're gonna get. It's right. a feeling. So some days I'm happy. Some days I'm sad. Some mm-hmm. days I'm angry. You, you know, you're gonna get credentials. You're gonna you. I may look small, and yeah, but but get me. Guess angry. what? Yeah, get me, get me pumped up. Come yeah. on, yeah. Like it's a different, it's a different me. It's a different yeah. version of me, and you're gonna get that. So it's like not boxing artists in is the name of the game now. Yeah. Like, like when you can cross genres, like. I mean, look at the weekend. He went from writing music about. I mean, he's still writing the same songs, but he's he's he figured out the formula yeah. to to make it commercial, and now he can't leave the Billboard charts. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Or like, even even uh, to a certain extent, Bruno. And po- uh, yeah, po- po- and Post Bruno. Malone. Bruno Post, Malone, Post, Post is, is a perfect example a perfect. because he's crossed over to every genre, and he can't lose. Like he yeah. really can't lose, and it's it's a beautiful thing because if you looked at him, I remember being in South by Southwest in 2014. 2015 mm-hmm. 2014 South by and he, hearing the name Post Malone on all these showcases being like seeing him walk down the street I'm like who the fuck is this Post who is this guy this guy's like all look up. at him I'm like <laughs> I was even like I don't get it but I hadn't yeah. heard his music yeah it wasn't I, he was on every freaking showcase but I could never get into the showcases mm-hmm. because he was it was when he was like White Iverson that's the only oh, song yeah. he only had a couple songs out but White Iverson was like popping mm-hmm. it wasn't until I was on the way home from South by that I actually listened to White Iverson and I was like, 
terrible. I should have gone to that showcase. I should have stuck in the back. Got it now. I got yeah, because yeah. he's. I heard it. I was yeah. like, wow. But if you ask him, if you ask him, you know who his favorite artist is or something like that, it's not a rapper. You yeah. know, it's it's not it's not genre specific. Mm-hmm. It's not genre. We'll say handcuffed. Yeah. You know, to that whatever lifestyle. And I think that's why I blur the line so much is mm-hmm. because I didn't come from hip hop. Right. Like, yeah. that wasn't allowed in my household. You, you <laughs> like, like, are you kidding yeah. me? Like, I didn't grow up on, like, great hip-hop. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't, I, I had to find that and look for that. And it's something that I've learned and evol- and it's evolved me over the years. But I didn't get an early start. Yeah, right. I w- we were listening to Reba and Randy. <laughs> right. And and with a mix of little little bit of uh, you know Dolly Parton Christmas and some Jesus music like <laughs> right. some hymns like you know what I mean right. I I introduced Christian rap yeah. to my family and and that took a little bit <laughs> um thank you Lecrae but yeah I mean it took uh, what did they just say <laughs> yeah like yeah. I don't know about this it doesn't sound right I'm yeah. like you're not listening to the words I can't understand the words well listen harder. <laughs> right. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't grow up, you know, mm. grow up on that. And I, I, I listened to a lot of different type of types of music, mm-hmm. you know, because I couldn't just freely openly listen to hip hop when I was younger. I got into hip hop. I mean, I started yeah. off, you know, 13, 12, 13, 14. I mean, I was, I was really getting in, into hip hop heavy, but it yeah. was like on the low. Like my parents didn't know I was downloading those songs from LimeWire. Right. They didn't know. Downloading uh, DMX no, in, the, like, in the background. And like, ser- no, literally. No, yeah. literally. Like they, they would have lost their minds if they knew what I was listening to. <laughs> yeah. What's that? Nothing. Y'all gonna make me look like, no, like for real. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. the same way though. Like, uh, uh, listen, and, and no dig at it, but uh, you know, my dad was like, "Rap is crap." Mm-hmm. That was like the saying in in the household. And while, Satan's music. Well, it wasn't necessarily like no, literally it's bad. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it wasn't necessarily that it was bad, but there were a lot of and and even to this day, there's a lot of bad rappers. Yeah, like they just they're terrible. Yeah, you know, and Truthfully. and what makes them terrible? Well, going back to the passion thing, they're just doing it for. And a then paycheck. there's a lot of horrible rock bands like Nickelback. Again, there's terrible rock bands. There's like terrible, Nickelback. <laughs> terrible music. <laughs> um, and yeah, well, you know, there are bands who do it for a paycheck. Yeah, there are every artist you can go down the line, Florida Georgia Line, doing mm-hmm. it for a paycheck. Yeah. In the country world. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll go out and say it. Yeah. I don't care because the fan base, while it's there for a while, because it feels good at the time, but it feels good to the listener at the time, not feels good to the band. You can go up and watch them, you know, mm-hmm. lip sync their song all day uh, and, and it's fine. But you buy that album and it's trash. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because there's no passion in it, mm-hmm. you know, but you go and the commercial and, music. Right. But you go to a, you know, a, a DMX show who was very passionate about mm-hmm. his stuff at the time. Um, you know, so rest in, uh, rest in power, uh, DMX. Um, yes. Or, you know, you go to some of these other artists and they're so passionate that they're like, whatever, it's gotta be right. Well, that's, that's what creates legacy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like Florida Georgia line, like they got hits, but they're, they're not the, uh, you know, no shade. Like, you know, whatever. Like, if y'all want to collab, let me know. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I'll it's, say it. You don't have to. Yeah, it's just one of those things that's like, you know, that's Look why, that's why DMX, 
you know, yeah. like he's, you know, being, you know, given all of his flowers now, like, you know, he struggled a lot. He, he yeah. went through a lot, but like, if you know his story from like a very early age, like I can't imagine who I'd be if I'd been through what he'd been through. Right. And like, he was like, he was like. Tupac, you know what I mean? Mm. Like he he carried on that feeling and that that rawness, that that gritty like it, like Tupac, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. like DMX was was you know um, more think, than his music. He was a he was a soldier. Well, then he, he was a yeah. soldier. He yeah. was that he had that he embodied that right. spirit. And there's something about that that's undeniable. Yeah. You can't like that's why people you've got old old you know white women that are like R.I.P. DMX because it's like <laughs> yeah. he he was a feeling. He was a feeling. Yeah, a hundred percent. And like that's like you know there are the days Nipsey hustles, you are DMX. The, the, Right. The, 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 that's, that's yeah. legacy, you yeah. know? And that's why, like, I've never been, you know, caught up. Uh, I mean, there were times where I got, I got distracted, um, but I, I never got caught up or overwhelmed by, you know, I got to make the perfect pop song. I got to be right. the next this. I got to be, no, I'm just going to be me and come what may. And mm-hmm. like, people are going to feel it. They're going to feel it. But yeah. I can't fake it or fit in your box yeah. to, to do what I'm going to do because it's never going to be what, either of us want it to be right you know and like that's artists like dmx like you know i'm not going to sit here and say that i bump dmx every day or i've listened to every album but Mm -hmm. i I know enough about dmx and his story to know that he was special and there's so much to be inspired by you know what i mean i think my favorite dmx is not a track it's not a song but it's his prayer oh yeah like my favorite, I like, and 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 I'll tell you why. Because I was when I was going through a, a just down low point, right? Yeah. Uh, somebody sent it to me in a just random kind of thing, uh, in a DM, and it was DMX's prayer, yeah. and he starts out with, "I don't know what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but just bear with me." And he was like, "I love it, dude. That was so raw." So now when yeah. I pray, I do the same thing when I, I pray. I'm, I'm like, doing. "I don't know what I'm doing, but, but bear with me." You're gonna know. Isn't that beautiful though? It's that's so, powerful. It was that's so like powerful. Jesus wept. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like that's 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 saying a lot and a little. And like honestly, it's 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 artists that like like that that transcend their music. You know yeah. what I mean? And and really like. And that was years it's, ago. It's it, because there's people that you know just his videos circulating on Twitter. You know what I yeah. mean? Of his moments with special moments with different people and like yeah. you could just see that it's like it's so him like even despite all of his what he's been through you know what right. I mean and the, between his personal life his indus- the industry like yeah. put him through Hell. addictions like everything like right. he's like he still had a legacy because that feeling was consistent mm-hmm. even it's a, the, going back to it though mm-hmm. he was passionate again passionate. going back to mm-hmm. the difference between good and great is is that passion yeah, anyway uh, go download Heather Gray if you haven't already go watch the video uh, her OnlyFans is out there it's all in the description mm-hmm. uh, Tori Hudat is uh, gonna come back and we're gonna do the top five and yes. then we're gonna talk about some new stuff coming out of too sounds okay. great made in Memphis this is the Memphis Reverb she is Tori Hudat and I flipped the script last week on this uh, countdown you know me mm-hmm. and countdowns I, gotta, I love it I gotta do classic it classic Brody jeez countdowns with Brody. 
like something with with the countdown. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I did anticipation. It's excitement. M Town countdown. Yes. You know, you felt it all. Yeah. Energy. Uh, But I I flipped the script on on the countdown thing. I'm not doing everybody else's songs. I want to know your top five. Mm. All right. So here we go. We're counting them down. Countdown. Let's do this. Uh, In at number five, NF drifting. All right. Never said stop. If feeling makes you stronger, I'm the weakest. That would mean that I would have to separate from my beliefs. It's not a secret. I'm a puzzle. Got a lot of missing pieces underneath this strong persona. I put on the kids that screaming. Aren't these brothers so deceiving? They look different. They well, at least that's how they seem to me. Cause we just drifting, drifting, drifting till we see something that we define as peaceful. Grab the needle, shoot reminders in my veins and people leave you while I'm drifting. I like it. NF drifting five. Tori's number five. Uh, There's got to be a story with Rod Wave Tombstone. Yes. We're Rod Wave in general. Like I I literally I found him from his cover art many years ago from the PTSD album. Mm -hmm. And when I saw the cover art, I was looking for new music. Like I got to listen to this guy's music just because of his cover art. Right. And every single song was a banger and I've been a fan ever since. Well, here's uh, Tombstone, Tori's banger number four. <laughs> Game on my tombstone ain't burying me by the river they will mm-hmm. carry me I do like me. Finally I'll be resting in peace. Finally Finally I'll get to fly away somewhere someday Nobody's gonna blame me for this one. In at number three is a little bit of Bieber featuring yeah. the kid Leroy Unstable. Really? I, I cried like a baby. And then when I heard the Killer Roy come in. White Knuckles trying to hold my sanity. White Knuckles trying to hold my sanity. Yeah. Kids from uh, where? Down Under, right? Australia. Dude. Man, I Bibby, love Australia. Bibby got him one. This was this is Juice World's prodigy. Yeah. Killer Roy is Juice World's prodigy. And there he him is. Him and Clever. Like, now with Bieber. On. And yeah, he hooked up with Bieber, man. Uh, you got to give me the story on Koi Leroy. Uh, okay, so... Man, I don't know. This song is just a bop, man. It's just like yeah. she reminds me of Dej Loaf. Like, oh. remember, try me, try me. Mm-hmm. Like, like th- that's this is like very Dej Loafish, Loafish, but it's like she's different. Like, yeah. she's cool, but this song, it's it's not usually my style, but there's something about it that it got me. Koi Larray, no more parties in the number yeah. two. I need me to party. Don't invite me to no party, bitch. Woo! Woo! It's so cool. Mm-hmm. They ask how I get that. Ooh. Uh, baby. Uh, you, you must not know me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the better things. I'm doing shit that's gonna make me elevate. Only one people around that's gonna make me. Woo! Man. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They ask how I get that. Ooh. That's number two. All right. So your uh, number one is, uh, I I happen to agree with you on this one, Fresco Trey. Yes. Love don't live here. Man, talk about a vibe. This is it, man. Y'all gonna learn. (laughs) 
Get familiar. Get familiar, Fresco Trey. I'm his biggest fan. Love don't live here no more. Put all my feelings down in a bottle. I still need more. You know what else I like about this? Fresco Trey from Memphis. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's yeah. Fresco Trey. Uh, go ahead. I'm going to link it in the description and all uh, your top five Crucial. there. Crucial. But uh, Fresco Trey, we'll have to get him in on the show. Oh, super important. We'll have to talk about He's some on stuff. The way up. Uh, next week on the show, though, we completely flip the script and go blues. Uh, Jay Harrington has got a new album out. And uh, I go way back with uh, Jay. All right, way back to my. I'm working at Amro days. Oh shit! That's right. There's oh a, wow. There's a music store in Memphis <laughs> that sells a whole lot of band instruments. Well, Jay works there too, and um, yeah, he's got a blues album out with a whole bunch of people there. And so uh, we're gonna be talking with him next week. Uh, Tori, thank you for coming in. I appreciate. And then my humble little abode here, Brody. I love it, man. I appreciate everything you've done for me. Well, real talk. I know I've said it before, but you've been like rocking with me when you were. <laughs> <laughs> you were at iHeart and, and had no business letting some little indie artists like me come in. And But going back to what we talked about. I appreciate you. You see passion. You see, uh, and I'm a music snob. I Listen, this is tough, <laughs> you know, because I'm, I, man, I'm very picky. Um, and But you going back to the separation of good and great, that mm-hmm. passion, that desire, the and and, and raw emotion and, and everything. And that's what you can really hear in a Tori Hudat song. So. Heather Gray out now. Uh, Tori, thanks for coming out. Love you, man. The Memphis Reverb Podcast, hosted by Brody Scott. Recorded, produced, and edited by Brody Scott. Like and follow us on your favorite social media at Memphis Reverb. If you'd like to be featured on the show, just email us at memphisreverb at gmail.com. Find more episodes by searching Memphis Reverb. Brody Scott Production. Daddy, daddy.